Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you can get podcasts. Repeat after me. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. It's a Jamie from Progressive. Shh, Jamie. No, it's all right. I can talk. Progressive protects you 24-7, which means you can contact us anytime. Hmm. I'm getting a loud shh sound, so I'm going to talk louder. What can I help you with today? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, Progressive can do that. Ugh, there's that noise again. Hold on. Let me put you on speaker. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. Super Bowl 54. Uh, we're with America's Hero right now. Gardner Minshew. Where's he at? I, you, seriously, <laughs> you have swept the nation, man. Like, I, this is unbelievable. Sixth-round pick, Washington State, East Carolina Community College. And now... We just got that one reporter down there in Jacksonville who doesn't know your name or took a while to learn it. He called you Garrison. What's up with that? Oh, you talking about Terry? Yeah, Terry. Terry, yeah. yeah. Terry's a good guy. He means well. I thought Not it was Jerry. Very... Was it Jerry or Terry? No, no, no. It's, it's Harry. Harry. Yeah, that's, what, that's what it was. No, yeah. Harry's a silly one. He, he messed up my name. So, um, But, you know, I always remember his, you know. It's about being the bigger person, and that's, right. that's what I'm doing. Right. So how's the uh, RV travels? Yeah, so the RV travels are done, man. I turned it in yesterday. Oh man, um, that was a that was a sad moment. You know, it was um, you know, it was more than RV. It was a friend. Yeah, it was a friend. Uh, but you know what? The lifestyle. It's not about some wheels and, and a box. You know, it's it's bigger than anybody. But it was a lot of fun. You know, saw a lot of cool things. Met a lot of awesome people. Uh, did a lot of firsts for me, so that was really cool. So I, we, we're just beating each other right now, but i got to give you a little bit of my history. And by the way, this interview is about you, but when I was your age, I had the Ford Escort, and we, we, went, we went west to see the, the Cubbies play the Rockies. There we go. No tent, no nothing, just slept out under the stars. And then we were like, should we, go back, you know, should we go back to Chicago? No, we went on Vegas, L.A., and up yes. the, all the way to Vancouver. Went, you know, three weeks. No no RV, yeah. no tent, no nothing. Just, I mean, slept out, you know, me and my, me and my dude. And yeah. it, it changed me, so I don't know. Dude, that's hardcore, man, yeah. yeah. I didn't find myself, uh, so to say, yeah. but no, it was, it was a blast. Man. I had a couple of buddies with me, and uh, we, we had a really, really good time. Did you, just on the field for a second, did you have confidence coming in this year that, hey, if I, if I got a shot, I, I can do this right now? Because, I mean, six-round pick, that doesn't normally happen, especially in a rookie year, but you got an opportunity, stepped right into it. Yeah, so that's all I've ever asked for. You know, whether it's coming out of high school, coming out of junior college, you know, coming out of uh, Washington State. I just want a chance. You know, I always felt like if I had a chance, if I was on the team, then um, you know, if I got a chance, I could be successful. Um, so I, I was very fortunate to get an opportunity early, have great people around me to help me take advantage of that, and uh, it was a lot of fun. What do you know about Jay Gruden? Yeah, no, I mean, not a ton. Um, you know, I know he's a he's a West Coast guy. I've heard some stories. I know he's super successful as offensive coordinator, yeah. um, especially with the young Andy Dalton. They did some really good things. Um, then went in and still had some, you know, success offensively uh, with the Redskins, and look forward to being with a guy that you know he's 
you know, he, he has a pedigree, he has a track record, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun to work with. So you're working with Snickers here. You're the hungriest man on earth, which is that. I mean, that's, that's a hell of an accomplishment right there. Yeah, um, at least a lot. I guess more people thought I was hungrier, you know, so I got voted on that. So shout out to the fans. So that's, that's a pretty cool thing. Did, uh, why do you think you weren't, I don't know, like whatever, Alabama quarterback guy or would that you – slowly moved up the food chain here if you will how, how would you sort of assess your your progress in life that way yeah so I mean I'm like not quite six foot um I ran basically a five flat um there's not like a ton of people lining up to like take those guys you know you can be like you can be big or you can be slow I mean you can be small or you can be slow you can't be both you know so I was kind of both and that's not it's not what you want um but you know what I you know I got other things that I think make up for it I guess yeah, well, like putting them, putting it on the money is a is a valuable asset Dude, for a quarterback, right? You would think, you would think. I guess you know college recruiters would disagree, but yeah. So did it bother you? I mean, I would have been pissed off. Yeah, yeah, it pissed me <laughs> off. Uh, you know, obviously, like you always have kind of a chip on your shoulder from that. Um, but you know, more than anything, like I've had a lot of people like in my corner the whole way. So more than anything, is just trying to you know prove them that yeah, y'all were right. You know, we're doing this together. Uh, more than anybody, you know, talking negative about me. So the draft's going third round, fourth round, fifth round. Are you, I mean, you sitting there like, dude, you know what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm standing here right here, got something in this hand. <laughs> Cornhole in the backyard. <laughs> Had all my buddies over. I was like, I'm going to get drafted, and it's going to be awesome. I gave my sister my phone. I was like, hey, if somebody calls, just give it to me. Um, and, yeah, that was uh, – uh, that was my day. It was pretty stress-free. So even when it got to sixth round, you're like, I'm st- I know someone's picking me. That's what, like, I wasn't, like – um, I, I'm not sure. Like, I, I kind of, I don't, I didn't, even, I don't even know if it was, if I knew it was six round yet. Okay. You know, I was just like hanging out with my guys. Um, you know, cause I think I wanted to like, by the time we like got picked, like the celebration would already be started, you know? Right. So I wasn't about to stress over it. All right. So, and your guys were just playing, they weren't, they were just going along. So with you were it. playing cornhole, playing spike ball, um, just having a blast what, out in my backyard. What else are you good at? So as you graduate and head out into the world, there's only one thing that you need to know. Hi, this is Jamie from Progressive. Yeah, I can talk now. Progressive protects you 24-7. So tell me what happened. Oh, I'm sorry, Gene. Can you give me one second? Um, brush out for every meal. Congratulations and thank you. Sorry about that. I'm back. So tell me about this fender bender. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. I feel like you got Yeah, I'm, I'm really good at spike ball. Yeah? Spike ball is like... <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, one of the better better spike ball players I've seen. And also dodgeball. Um, you know, hopefully one of these days I'll go to the Pro Bowl just to play in that dodgeball game. I mean, um, come on now. You know, I'm coming at Jarvis Landry. So that's... Uh, I see you. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's a goal right there. Let's get to the Pro Bowl someday. To play dodgeball, yeah. No, but not the okay, not yeah, the, not the no, football part. Yeah. Mike Leach, favorite story. Dude, favorite story I couldn't probably tell you right now, <laughs> but uh, no, Mike Leach. He's he's an awesome guy. Um, you know, the one thing I always tell people is like we have a rule like in the quarterback room there. You know, because he like he likes telling his stories, getting off on tangents. Yeah. So he sits like at the head of the table. We are all sitting along like this. Screens up there. If he starts telling a story. You have to turn and watch the screen, because otherwise he's going to lock in and he's going, you know, be telling a story. We'll be thirty minutes late to practice, and uh, that's not good for anybody. East Carolina versus Washington State. They're playing each other. Who are you rooting for? Oh man, that's tough, dude. I got, I got, I, I got dudes. Matt I got dudes on both those teams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that'd be a tough one for me. Yeah. Um, 
you know, that'd be, yeah, that's, that's too hard to call. Are you comfortable meaning that this Gardner Minshew personality part going to grow to the moon? Are you comfortable with all the attention that comes along with it? you love it? How are you stepping I, into that? Dude, you're, I, mean, you're, I mean, right now, I mean, it's a big, like big it, moment right Like, here. it doesn't change, like, my day-to-day life or anything, you know. Really? So, I'm just being, like, just being myself. Like, I still have, like, two roommates in Jacksonville. <laughs> like, I come home to my roommates, and we hang out, and then we go to bed, wake up early, and go to work. Like, it's not – it doesn't change much. You don't look at like, yo, uh, when this pay goes up, you all got to get out of here? Yeah, I, I, I'm I mean, still on that six round deal, dog. So I got <laughs> I got a few more years. So you can talk to you can talk to Dave Caldwell about that. Let me let me He's ask our GM. Yeah, yeah. Dave, you're gonna have to you're gonna, you have to pony up at <laughs> no, some Dave's point here. Uh, and, and Dave, we we got you. Uh, all right, last one here. So there's this team where you know we're based in Chicago, and I've rooted for the Bears my whole life. Did they ever talk to you at any point? Scout you nothing? Yeah. So that was um, at the combine. I had two formal interviews. One was the Jaguars, and one was the Bears. The Bears um, interviewed you. They did. Uh, I loved it. You know, meeting with uh, Nagy and all those guys. Like they were, they were awesome. We got to talk some really good ball. Um, you know, for a while I thought like that, that was going to be a you know real possibility. Um, but you know what? I ended up right right where I'm supposed to be. So that's painful. That they sat with you and didn't pick you, without. I mean, I'm just. So you did you think you were actually going to go to Chicago? I mean, I thought that was like kind of one of the. I probably had about five teams. I thought you know it was a decent chance. Wow. And they're one wow. of them. Wow. Wow. Bears fans are are feeling this right now. <laughs> Hungriest man on earth, Gardner Minshew. Great. Let's see it. Oh, that's it. It's real, hey, not fake. Great to uh, seventy five thousand dollars <laughs> costs more than I do. <laughs> Great to see you. Congrats on your success. And, hey, man, everybody, everybody loves what you're all about. And just keep on rolling with it. It's beautiful. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thanks. The Super Bowl champion, the six-time Pro Bowler, the Walter Payton Man of the Year. So many things you could say about the Buster <laughs> Owen Best. Great to see you. Love hey, to have the ring thank on. Thank you. Appreciate it, yeah. Good morning, Super Bowl 54. You're working with Nuvasive. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know when you're watching – the NFL right now what running back excites you the most oh wow I mean I'm a I'm a fan of uh of running back so I'm watching I'm watching all those guys uh obviously Derrick Henry to see what he did the playoff run that he went on was was amazing but um you know Saquon Barkley I'm a big fan of his Ezekiel Elliott a big fan of his I mean these guys are are really quality running backs and and guys that um you can you know put the franchise on their backs and, and they can make things happen. So it's a great group of running backs. It's funny because I, I had Derek Henry written down. I'm going to change the question and ask. I didn't, I didn't want to tunnel you right sure, there sure. And, and then you just named him yeah. right off. So people, I mean, I think naturally well, would well, compare him. Well, I think with any running back, if you're talking running backs right now, you've got to talk Derrick Henry with the run that he had. Uh, I don't care if you are a, a scat back or, you know, a smaller guy. You're still going to point to, to Derrick Henry because he is showing that the running game is still pivotal uh, in the NFL. So, you know, as a big back, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you know, going to lean toward uh, the big running back. But I think ultimately what it shows is that the running game is critically important. And then when you look at San Francisco, it's the opposite in terms of the size, but it's the same in the productivity. They want to run the football the exact same way, but they just do it a little differently with different kind of running backs, and they look just a little bit different. And the Niners, they're stubborn about it. Hey, if it's working on the ground, we're just going to keep it there, and Jimmy's going to throw it six, seven, eight times, no problem. And that's what – 
real football used to be about. You know, it, there was never a 40, you know, 50 th- you know, throws and you win the game. It was always if the quarterback threw the least amount, you won the game. If you had to throw 40 times, you lost the game. That was always the understanding. And, and so what happens, the analytics uh, get involved, and then they say, oh, well, you want to throw the football, get ahead, and then run the football late. Uh, and that just, you know, sometimes it doesn't work. And so I understand what how the league has changed, but the more it's changed, the more it stays the same. So you think we – might be going back a little bit more old school for a period of time here. Well, I don't think I don't think you go back old school. I think the the true problem how we got away from it was is that colleges have changed their offensive philosophies. And so where it used to be the tailback was the center of the running universe, now the quarterback has become the center of the running universe. If you got a team that runs the football, the quarterback is going to be the catalyst. And so as a result, you don't have the same type of running backs that you have uh, for those teams who kind of spread it out. Now they want a smaller running back who wants to kind of just bounce around back there. And then that guy who was 225, 230, who maybe thought about going to Texas Tech or, uh, you know, one of these other schools that maybe he didn't, he wasn't good enough to go to Texas or he went to Oklahoma State. Well, those kids now are turning and playing linebacker. And so you're not getting the same amount of running backs that are just coming out that are pro size and with the physicality that you need to play in the NFL. Interesting. So a, a different yeah. crop and maybe not yeah. not suited to, to – well, 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 you don't get the same amount of quality. So, yeah. for instance, you maybe get one really good running back a year that's coming out. And they only come out of five schools. They come out of Georgia, Alabama, LSU, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, maybe Wisconsin, maybe USC. Outside of that, that's it. So if you don't have a really good one in that year, then that year you may not get a first-round running back. Right, right. Well, it's interesting. We'll see how it plays out on, on Super, Bowl, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 54. Nuvasive is who you're working with. Yep. Again, we'll get to that in one second. Sure. The Steelers uh, had an interesting year. A lot of people wrote them off. What do you see right now for Big Ben? I also want to ask you about uh, AB and, and what's going on yeah, there. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Steelers uh, next year. Obviously, you know, Big Ben coming back is definitely, uh, you know, great news. He's going to be healthy. I, I think, but really the excitement uh, is in the defensive side. I mean, this is a team that the last four or five years, the one thing that's been holding this, this team back from being a championship caliber team is his defense, was his defense. And now you see this defense becoming the defenses of old in terms of in Pittsburgh, right? Now they have what you need to have on defense, coupled with Ben coming back and some younger guys now learn having to step up after last season, now I think you've got a really good football team with the makings uh, and the aspirations of a championship. How much longer is Big Ben going to keep doing this? I think he still has about two or three big years left. You I mean, know, I understand okay. he's you know he's starting to wind down age-wise, and obviously this was a, a significant injury. Uh, but I still believe two really, really big years of production and maybe a third year that he can still get it done. So with everything that happened with A.B. this year, mm-hmm. Was it? The, it almost seems like the Steelers' culture was greatly helping him, and then he lost that, and it's like it's almost like his life has fallen apart without it. Well, the problem is people people actually criticize the Steelers, right? Um, uh, for that, 
right, and, and said that, oh, Coach Tomlin is, is, is losing his grips and he's allowed other. What people now see is that how he was able to keep that uh, uh, relationship intact to the point where he got the best and the most productivity out of uh, an Antonio Brown. And now you see him when you don't have that around him, what happens. So I think it just shows um, where Coach Tomlin was being really crucified last year over a lot of uh, these issues internally that those exact issues are the reason why this franchise is where it is right now. See, I I think he doesn't get enough credit. A lot of people, most people have, didn't have the Steelers sniffing the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Six win, seven win right. team. You and and then you look at what's happened with Antonio. It's like that to me, and that's kind of a weird way of yeah. it happening. But it's like whoa, Mike Tomlin is doing a lot of things right in Pittsburgh, and, and Steelers fans should really appreciate who they have in that seat. And you know what, the Steelers fans do. They yeah. really do. I think it was a national audience and media. Be- Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Because you lost some stars, people would assume that, hey, it was leadership, uh, and that's the reason. And what people don't understand is there were two totally different scenarios. One was a money issue that had nothing to do with the head coach. He couldn't determine if if Le'Veon Bell stayed or left. And then Antonio Brown, he wanted to leave. It was his choice about leaving. It had nothing to do with the leadership in Pittsburgh. And so I think what this season has shown is that the leadership is as ever strong as it's, it's been uh, and the organization is 100% behind Coach Tomlin. All right. All right, let's talk about Nuvasive. This is the right surgery, and the right surgeon is critical. Now, you've had some life-saving stuff here with your spine. I know mm-hmm. you're back out doing what you do, so tell us about well, the process well, here. Well, just, re- you know, retiring from football, obviously playing 13 years, I was I was pretty beat up, uh, uh, to be honest with you, and things started to, de- to deteriorate. And I, I needed a fusion uh, in the back, and, and I, at that point, it was a very, very scary uh situation and so i said i've got to do the as much research as i can i found the right doctor um because i found the right surgery and the surgery is called the x-lift surgery and it's a it's a non-invasive surgery that allows uh the doctor to go in and uh do the fusion without having to really fillet the back you don't get cut open in the back they really go in through your hip uh you know and, and insert the uh what they have to insert in in the in the back and then the recovery is much different where i was looking at an eight month recovery i'm it was a three month recovery and i was back to the quality of life that i was was leading before that and um for anybody who wants to kind of kind of see my story they can go to uh slash the bus and kind of just you know see the story see everything that i did and what i had to go through uh, because there's a lot of people out there that's dealing with back pain, and there are, there are some solutions out there, but people just need to do their homework and understand the right surgery, the right surgeon, uh, and, and make the right decision. 
Well, you're straight blessed. I mean, you played a physical style of game, and, and look at you. You're, you're moving around. You're doing your thing. Obviously, the mind's all there. So that 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 that's obviously a huge blessing. Who do you got in the game? It's a tough one. <laughs> I like Kansas City. Obviously, I love Andy Reid. I'm a big fan of his. Um, you know, you love the offense and everything that they're doing. But, uh, you know, as an offensive player, you get scared when you see a really, really good defense that you got to go up against. Um, and, and we'll know the first – you know, two series of the game if Kansas City is going to have a, a a good game or not. And if, if Kansas City's offense can't protect Mahomes, uh, then it's going to be game over pretty early. Is that guy going down as the greatest quarterback of all time? Uh, you know what? It's a foolish word that we use, and we say potentially. Uh, uh, because his, we haven't seen it yet, right? We, we, we know the small sample size tells us he has more than the capability of of being the greatest of all time, right? If you look at his first two years as a starter and we'll see what those two years have produced, then you say, well, if he has on his current pace, you know, played 13, 15, 20 years, uh, the sky is the limit for this guy. So I believe so, but we still have to see because, you know, unfortunately they do have to put a team around you. And I think that's what we saw up in New England you know, Tom Brady was as good as he's ever been, but they didn't have the team around him f- to be successful. Since you brought that up, let's wrap on that. Bra- people like to argue who's more important to the Patriots, Brady, Belichick, and, th- and that conversation is going on right now with what- whatever's going to go forward. To me, it's always the quarterback. It's the quarterback, but I, I maybe maybe you see it differently. Well, ultimately, it's going to be the- it's going to be your head coach because if the quarterback is the most important between the coach and the quarterback once once your quarterback decides to leave then you got to go find a new head coach right if that's if that's what you're saying i don't think that's the case i think the the head coach is the most important ultimately because he determines the direction of the franchise and he picks the quarterback and so ultimately i get it tom brady uh has has been able to kind of transcend that but you still have a situation where this year, in particular, there's a tough decision that has to be made. And that head coach is going to be the one making it. It's not going to be Tom Brady making the decision. It's going to be uh, the head coach with the owner's blessing that makes the decision. Ultimately, I think Tom Brady comes back. You do. I do. I believe he comes back for one more. This is a swan song, and this is them saying, hey, Tom, this is the last year. We love you, but this is the last year, and we're going to start getting ready for life after Tom Brady, but this is your swan song. Russ, great to see you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Jerome Bettis working with New Vasive Super Bowl 54. AK Alvin Kamara. What's up, dog? Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. I had you playing in this game, just for the record. I know, man. I had me playing in this game, too. <laughs> when, when you look back at the Vikings game, like whenever you think about that, what, what comes to the mind? Man, just, we just didn't get it done. They, they came to play. We weren't, we, 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 didn't, we didn't come to play. We didn't execute, so. It is what it is. No lack of focus. No, no, no. Took him for granted. Nothing like that. They just beat nah, you. Nah, they just. I mean, they they played a better game than us. Yeah, fair enough. So, are you getting the ball enough? Am I getting the ball enough? I don't, I don't know. Ask, I, I don't know. I don't play fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> I play real life football. So we're winning. Yeah. It is what it is. I feel good. Okay, because I was looking at at your numbers. Yeah. You you had you got it more last year, a little bit less this year. Yeah. You pay attention to that at all? I don't really. I don't look. At, I don't look too much into stats. Okay. I don't look too much into it. What's uh? You're working with Old Spice here. 
Mm-hmm. Ultra always smooth. Fresh. Ultra smooth. Always ultra fresh, smooth. too. Yeah, always fresh, yeah. So we got we got some ultra smooth uh, ultra smooth line by Old Spice. Just dropped. You can get it in stores. This right here is a little clean slate. Per, uh, antiperspirant that I like personally. It smells good. Is that a once a day, twice a day? Once a day, you good. That's all you need. <laughs> you good. You good. That's all you need. Once a day. For the record, I've been an Old Spice guy for, for a long, I, long time. I have, too. So, so we got some, some new new from Old Spice. So did you see uh, Marshawn Lynch's last press conference? Uh, take care of your chicken. I like Marshawn Lynch. That's my guy. So he's speaking to guys like yourself, right? Yep. Take care of your mentals, mm -hmm. all, all this stuff. I, I'm curious from your perspective. What would you say to high school guys, super talented like yourself, coming into college and how to make that choice? Because, you know, you had, you had a bump, bumpy start to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you definitely got to take care of your mental. You got you to, you know, as, as, as a high school superstar, you got to kind of block out the noise. It's not, it's not real. It's not real. You got to – all the recruiting noise, all the noise from family, friends, like you got to kind of weed through it and, and figure out what's real. And, I mean – you gotta just make the best decision for you. Learning experience, but you know, why? Why did you choose Bama at that time? Um, I I just wanted to compete. I wanted to be that was the best, of the best right there as far as the running back position goes. So that's where I wanted to be at. Um, man, yeah, that's the choice I made. Right, but do you do you regret how that how that went? No, nah, I would have done it. The, I'll do the same way if I had to do it today. I'll do it the same way. Say say why? I mean, it's just I think it, it made me. You know, grind harder and, and it made me who I am. This is like yeah. the story, like led up to this point. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I know I know your mom and that history is super pride for you. Talk about how she kind of pointed you on this path where you're this brilliant she, guy yeah. and also a tremendous, she tremendous just, athlete. She, my mom, like, it's good and bad because she's super like. She always tell me what I need to do, like. And then I'm like, Ma, like, I, I'm good. Like, I know. And she's like, no, you need to listen. I'm your mother. I'm like, I know you're my mom. But sometimes, like, I got my own opinions about stuff. And, like, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty good at, you know, making decisions. Like, but, you know, see, I, I'm definitely blessed to have her because, you know, she's always that pure, like, voice in my head, like, trying to, like, just look out for my best interests. And, I mean, it's always been like that. Always will be. Who on the team perhaps is most like your mother? Who on my team is most like, like my mother? Who, who, who kind of wants? I'm hearing like somebody who wants to give you a little bit of maybe maybe a vet who wants to give you some advice on how to go about things. I'm not. Maybe Man. it's a coach. I'm not sure. Uh, Thomas Morstead, <laughs> for sure. Because Timo, like we 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 sit next to like close to each other in the locker room, and you know he's just like the savvy guy, like savvy vet like knows a lot and you know i'm just always asking him questions like whether it's cba contract like anything he just got he just know a lot of stuff but he know a lot about a lot i know a little bit of, i know a little bit about a lot of stuff he know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff <laughs> the contract thing is kind of out there people are wondering if mm -hmm. uh you're gonna make a move on that try to get a little more chicken as they say oh yeah i mean i'm still i got a, a year left on my deal uh you know we'll see we'll see what's going on no quarterbacks under contract that 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 stressing you as to who's going to be there? Nah, I know we'll make the right choice. I mean, and, and you know, Drew, we'll see if Drew comes back if he decides to come back. It is what it is. You want to play with him again? Yeah, I would love to play with Drew again. I've learned a lot from Drew, a lot. Like what? Man, I learned how to be a pro from Drew. I've watched him prepare, watched him 
execute. Like, like I've watched him be ten steps ahead of people in games and practice. Like, he's like the ultimate pro. Like, I've watched him like really, like just I know why. Like when you when you sit and and practice with him and you're with him every day, you know why he's like a legend. Like why he's as good as he is. What what's it like in the huddle? In the huddle, I mean, it's it's like in our huddle, it's calm. Cause it, shoot, I look to my left, I see Mike Thomas. I look to my right, I see Drew. I look on our line, I see Teron Arcee, Ryan Rabchick, Larry Warford, and Eric McCoy, a young guy that's bald this year. And I see Andres P, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like <laughs> I see Ted, I see you know, I see playmakers when I hop in our and when when we get in our huddle. So you know, we just look to Drew and get the call and like, let's go. Did Did you know right when you came in that you belonged, or did you did it kind of? almost catch you by surprise as the as big of an impact as you made i think i, f- I felt like i belonged you know um at first i kind of just i came in and i kind of just i was like man i'm gonna earn my respect like just keep my head down and grind but i mean everybody took to it everybody um you know they took me in um i think from day one everybody took me in so yeah that teddy guy i mean he could be a number one too yeah yeah he definitely could he definitely could i think we got I mean, you saw what he did this year for us when Drew went out. Um, so it's definitely no doubt in my mind that he could be a number one. Super prepared too, mm-hmm. right, on Teddy? I mean, he seems Teddy, like Teddy, yeah. Oh, yeah, Teddy is. I mean, but, you you know, you you feeling big shoes with Drew Brees. So it's like, you know, sometimes I'm like, shoot. Me and him just talking. I'm like, Teddy, you, you don't got to be Drew. Be you. And he's like, yeah, that's all I'm trying to be. Like, So I think, you know, when when something like that happens, a lot of guys are like, well, Drew would have never or Drew would have – well, it's Teddy Bridgewater playing now, and he did pretty good, so – yeah, and wherever you want to rank Drew, yeah, he's in that top ten. Exactly, and top five, top three. You know, the, I, don't, I wouldn't even say top ten. You top? You would you put him top three? Yeah, top three is a, that's a spot. Top five, it? top three. I'm putting him up there. I don't, top ten is Drew. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, Drew. Yeah, we, we, we got you in the top five, top yeah. three. I mean, the, the the numbers are completely ridiculous, and mm-hmm. he's he's got the ring too. Yeah, AK Alvin Kamara, great to see you. No doubt. S- stay smooth. Stay smooth, baby. Old Spike. One of my favorites in the game, Stephon Diggs, is here. Who, who are you uh, rapping this week? I'm here on behalf of Genesis. You know, that's why I'm speaking with you fellas. Uh, they're unveiling their new USB tonight, and it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a good time. And uh, I actually been – you know, they're, they're the luxury car of the NFL as well, so they do a lot of things with the NFL, and, you know, that's why I'm unveiling tonight. So I wasn't supposed to say that until later, but here we are. No, we'll, we'll kick it off at the, at the top. Do you, do you get to ride in one? you get to keep one? I'm actually riding in, in one now, uh, and – it's a, it's the sedan. It's it's nice. It's nice in size. Young. It's luxury. It's what you want. It fits me. So I'm having fun. Uh, hey, congratulations. That's that's a, that's a nice perk Thanks, for doing what you do. So I feel like a little weird connection to you because I I lost a parent at, at the same age that you did, and yes, but I didn't have on me that I got two brothers that I got to take care of and yeah. and raise yourself. And I think it you also perhaps chose your college around the same yeah. thing. So you know. And and I know you got emotional around your dad just uh, with Kobe passing too. Yeah. So well, what was that? I mean, it's just crazy part, right? You know, you're 14 years old and you got to step into something that you have really no idea how to, what to do. It's definitely uh, makes you a man fast. You know, I say uh, it made me the man I am today. It taught me a lot of patience, a lot of um, especially for my little brothers. Um, seeing people who it made me see myself like people who don't listen. You know, um, might not listen the first time, might get it the third time and kind of making their own mistakes, but kind of navigating them and uh, making them, making the mistakes for them, you know, and kind of like being there to not only like hug them when you need to, but, uh, you know, get in their butt when you, you know what I'm saying, when they're not doing as good. So 
as far as like for me, uh, losing a parent, I mean, I feel like it made me a better man, especially at that point. Because if I had my dad, I probably wouldn't be who I am right now, you know. But uh, I'm thankful for I'm thankful for the loss, just because it taught me so much. And your dad's, you know, you still feeling with you, right? Yeah, always, every all the time, especially when I'm playing football, because he started me in football around when I was five years old. I begged him to play. He signed a waiver, and there we. And I took off from there. Why did you know that you wanted to play football at five years old? I don't know. It's probably somewhat because my older brother played it. But for me, I love the fact that it was a contact sport, and it wasn't getting no better than that. You know, I grew up on, you know, Emmitt Smith, you know, uh, Deion Sanders, all those players, and I kind of fell in love with the game and, and the physicality of it from such a young age. Yeah. Everybody always wants to know, are you happy in Minnesota? Yeah, that's, that's the new thing for me. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a fact that I wasn't happy. You probably know Progressive Insurance for insuring your home and auto. You may know Flo and Dr. Rick. But what you may not know is that Progressive helps employees support over 3,800 charitable organizations annually because we're committed to helping our employees, and our employees are committed to helping others. Anyway, we just wanted to share. We were a little too proud of it to keep it to ourselves. And if you already knew all of this about us, you've either heard this radio spot before or just randomly know a lot about Progressive. Find out more about how we're dedicated to our customers and communities at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates based on data from May 2020 through April 2021. Happy at all. I want it to be utilized. And you kind of saw that early in the year. We, we, we threw the ball like nine times one game. And, of course, it's, all, it's always good when you win. And I want to win. I always keep that mindset of wanting to win. And uh, in the process of any job, even in the job that you're in or even an accountant, you want to be utilized to the best of your ability. You know, and you feel like, you feel like at, at all times um, – that's 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 just how you win. That's how you uh that's how you make a living. Because on the, on the other other end of the spectrum, if I wasn't doing my job, if I wasn't, you know, they find somebody else that will. Well, it's also the two sided, right? There's there's the dollars, but it's also the heart, the, right? Yeah, because people tell me like nine times out of ten, a lot of people uh sacrifice a lot just to make the money. You know, for me, um, I'm I'm blessed enough to be in a be in a good situation. I signed a, I signed a, an exceptional contract, and I feel like uh. I feel like I earned the right to, you know, to do what I do, you know, as far as, like, um, wanting to play at a high level and, you know, putting my heart on my sleeve and showing a lot of passion and love for the game. And you just – I don't want to never lose my passion for the game because at the end of the day, that's how – that's what got me here. Well, and you show that passion all the time. Yeah. And, you know, you can, we can go back to the Saints game where, you know, mm -hmm. right – I mean, craziest thing that can happen on a football game. And yeah. afterwards, you, you were, like, you know, just didn't even know what had happened. Right, exactly. But – and then just in, in the middle of a game, like – and people look at it like – that's not a great teammate, but it, but it's but it's real and it's you, and that's also what makes you great at the same time. Yes, it's like one of those situations a double-edged sword because uh, at that point we were down thirteen, to we were up thirteen to ten. It's not like we was blowing them out, you yeah. know. And uh, you you want perfection all the time, and I strive for perfection, and I strive to win each and every rep at a high level. And uh, if you're not looking, if you don't want the same, I don't know what you're chasing. You know, as a football player, uh, your coaches expect that from you each and every play. And if you when you're not doing your job. You know they're gonna get on you. So for me, I always just want the best for my uh, for my teammates. I want the best for myself, and I want to win. And we're gonna do everything we can to win each and every rep, each and every drive, and whatever that takes. You know, if that takes me getting frustrated, and you know, and always displaying that emotion. You know, and like I feel like things are taken out of context or kind of narrative driven when you kind of see somebody else say something. I mean, I've heard the commentator say something, and I'm like, y'all don't know what goes on on the field or in the huddle. You can assume, yeah. but uh, it was like a minute later. They got another video of me going to Kirk like, 
oh, no, don't feel like you have to force me to ball. Because I told him, I was like, don't ever feel like you have to force me to ball. It's not, the, it's not about the ball. We need, to, we need to move the ball effectively, and we need to score, you know, yeah. because this is a tight game, and Drew Brees is a great quarterback. <laughs> I've been there before with Drew Brees, you know, a couple yeah. years back, and it, they came back in the second half and it wasn't pretty. What, what is the relationship with Kirk like? Uh, yeah, he's, a, he's an everyday guy. It's hard not to like Kirk. If you've ever met him, you'll like him. You know, yeah. for the people who don't like him, you know, they're either sports writers or sports fans, but he, uh, he's hard not to like. i tell you that now. I do feel like you – I mean, I, I had you guys picked to come out of the NFC this year. So, yeah. I, I, I feel like you're, you're right there. How, how do you see it? We got to get over the hump. <laughs> Good I catch. Like, I feel like we got to get over – I just saw it falling. We just got to get over the hump. And uh, if this wasn't the year, you know, we'll anticipate trying to get, at it, get after it again next year. But um, do whatever we got to do in our power to put the right pieces together. That, the salary cap situation, does that stress you as, as to where you're nah, going to be? No, nah, I mean, I feel like – you know, for the guys who are going to be around, um, they're going to be there. If not, uh, we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of anticipated letting the chips fall where they lay, especially with my situation. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've had fun. I've had a lot of time at the Vikings. You know, they took a chance on me. I'm super thankful for that. But if they if they chose to go in another direction, I'd be surprised. But we'll see. I'd be surprised, too. Uh, let me let me rewind back real quick. If you had not had the family situation that you were in, do you yeah. think you would have been a Terp? To be honest, I probably wouldn't have stayed home because yeah. um, uh, coming out, I was uh, I was all in on Florida. I wanted to go to Florida. I was so caught up in the Urban Meyer and uh, that whole process. But not only that, uh, when Urban Meyer went to Ohio State, he was there for like a month. <laughs> but if he was there for like a year, I probably would have. I probably would have either Florida or Ohio State. But you got to be the big fish in the small pond, so makes to speak. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, it's it's all about leverage at the end of the day, and I feel like I didn't make a bad decision when it came to college because. I still display what I can do, you know, athletically and skill, my skill set, and it got me where I am today. Right, before before you get out of here, I just want to talk about Kobe and uh, yeah, like a lot of what you're teeing up as far as emotion. I think like Kobe was polarizing, yes, but he was a killer, and yeah, he, and, and it, yeah. there was there was you know nothing was going to stop the guy. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you could say the same thing. Magic Johnson wasn't the most popular player in that locker room all the time. Neither was Larry Bird. Neither yeah. was Michael. Yeah, I mean that's when you're at trying to be that guy. It's you gonna happen, win. and I, I, you, you've got some of that too. I feel like when you're, like when it come back to the money situation, when you're chasing something bigger than money, you know, um, you're chasing your legacy, you're chasing greatness, and you're not gonna let nobody stop you, you know. And I feel like at at some point, basketball is definitely a different kind of sport. Right. And Kobe, Kobe owned that, you know, that I don't care if you like me. You know what I'm saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you 30. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you 81 points <laughs> if I have to, just to prove a point. And I feel like. Um, his competitive nature, his he breathed that into everybody else. And if you didn't want to be around it, you didn't want to win. See, I think there was something about him that I didn't quite get where he resonated with guys like you where yeah. it, he made it okay to be super hungry yes. and, and, and uh, you know, own it for yourself. Yeah, 100%. Especially for your individual and what you're driven to get and what you want for your life, you got to go get it. And nobody, nobody can stop you. Nobody can hold you back from that. You hold yourself back. So for me, I kind of... Like even with him passing, it was kind of inspiring to me to just be like, chase all your dreams, chase all your goals, and go get them. No matter who's in the way, no matter what they say, you got to go get them because it's your life. It's your dream. Well, you named something real important that I think in whatever you're trying to do is important. Like, you're really up against yourself. Like, yes. everyone's out there. 100%. But you got you, you to compete against you because you will derail yourself. Exactly. It's easier. It's so crazy that it could be 100 people in a room, and they say whatever they say about you, and then you feel whatever. If – you listen, if you listen to it, you know, you hear them and you kind of believe it, then you become part of the problem. 
But at any given time, you can just X out all the factors. You know, it's like we play in stadiums with thousands of people. None of those people want us to win. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants me to do well. But I tell myself each and every day, I came out here to win. I came out here to win at a high level, and I believe in myself. So just believing in yourself, just, that's, that's why. Great job on the field. Great job uh, being a parent. And Thank you. Your brothers, and I know you got a daughter as Thanks, well. Bro, all that. that. So great to see you, Stefan. Stefan Dix. This podcast is brought to you by Fansided. Join our community of over 300 sites, from sports to pop culture, and everything in between. You probably know Progressive Insurance for insuring your home and auto. You may know Flo and Dr. Rick. But what you may not know is that Progressive helps employees support over 3,800 charitable organizations annually. Because we're committed to helping our employees, and our employees are committed to helping others. Anyway, we just wanted to share. We were a little too proud of it to keep it to ourselves. And if you already knew all of this about us, you've either heard this radio spot before or just randomly know a lot about Progressive. Find out more about how we're dedicated to our customers and communities at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates based on data from May 2020 through April 2021.